we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. And today we have, uh, we're here on the eighth, we have, we have, we hear two H words. What is going on with me? <laughs> <laughs> the, the professional comment is coming back. <laughs> hey, 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 look, man, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's all this social distancing, man. I forget how to talk to people, you know what yes. I'm saying? I don't have to talk very much, but uh, uh, here at the A Center at Hermitage here, got two guests to speak to you. Uh, today, but first, I want to remind you guys to check us out on our social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Also, check out HenricoCTE.com uh, and stay up to date on everything we got going on in the wonderful world of Henrico career and technical education, a workforce and career development. However, you say it, however, you want to say it, it's still us, right, Mike? It's all us. It's all us at the end <laughs> of the day. So, you're going to be in the right spot. Um, so, check us out, HenricoCTE.com, and then all the social media. As mentioned, Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast at um, all of your major and minor podcast venues, such as Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, and many others. Um, but please like, subscribe, um, so that you make sure you get notification whenever our uh, newest podcasts come out. And we have about two a month. We have a two a month. Yeah, we two a month. Do. Yeah, two yeah. a month. We, you know, we try to work that thing out so we get get you two episodes, two updates going and. Always talking to maybe a business, maybe some parents and former students. That seems to be the recent trend. Yes, yeah, a whole lot of success to, stories. We, got, lot of we su- got a great one today. And, you know, there's worse problems to have in the world than a whole bunch of success stories coming out <laughs> of your program. Um, <laughs> it is not a problem <laughs> at all. Not, that, that's, you know, the, you, you have worse problems than that. Okay. Yes. Um, so today we got two guests here. One of these guests we've had on the show before, Swim RVA. If you're a longtime listener, you know who we're. Well, you may not know who we're talking about. Still kind of hazy right there. One of those oh, guests, one of those three. Everybody knows who's. Look, everybody hey, look, loves Miss Bobby. Everybody loves Miss Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> including myself. So we have uh, Miss Bobby, our teacher here from Sports Med, and she brought an alum with her today. That's right. Uh, and uh, his name is Brock Covington, insider right there. <laughs> Did I say the last name right? Yeah, last okay. name right. Yeah. And uh, how, how, do, how should I address you, Brock? Owner of Iron Built Gym? Owner of Iron Built Gym. Owner nice. Iron yeah. Built Gym. Vitamin I is what my coach. I uh, used to say it, uh, say when I played football, he called it vitamin I. Really? Yeah, boys, you got to get in that weight room and get some of that vitamin I. <laughs> <laughs> so you can push people up off you when you're playing football. If you didn't know, I played four years of football at uh, Henrico High School. My position was left bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not yeah, enough vitamin not, I? Yeah. I apparently not. I think it was more like not enough vitamin height. Not enough <laughs> vitamin I. Once Rudy, you the Rudy. <laughs> All right, guys. But well, let's go ahead and get to our, our guest here. So, Brock, uh, coming from the sports medicine program, man, where did this idea of owning your own gym or starting your own gym come from? Was it something that you always wanted to do? Where did it come from? I kind of just started just like I feel like most people when they first start lifting they kind of have the idea wow it'd be really cool if I started my own gym and I'm sure it's the same deal in a lot of other professions you know you get into sports per se every kid's like yeah I could be a professional athlete right and then as you go on you know that kind of dream kind of fades and you things realize like how that. tight the funnel is yeah, really. yeah yeah and so like you know owning a gym you know that can mean a lot of different things depending on you know the field whether it's powerlifting Olympic lifting whether it is more for athletes or whatever it is so kind of started lifting as a freshman in high school around 14 15 
and that was kind of like in the back of my mind, but it was something like, eh, maybe down the road, maybe something, but it wasn't really that serious for me. So through high school, I was kind of thinking about going into physical therapy. Um, so that kind of led me to around junior year, I heard more about the sports medicine program at Hermitage. Uh, I had a few students at Deep Run that had taken the class and highly recommended it. So I was like, shoot, let me go for that, see if I can get into you know that, definitely gain some knowledge kind of in that whole kind of healthcare sphere and uh, going to that. So I took the sports med class and over the summer I did an internship or not an internship. It was a uh, student exploration program at VCU with physical therapy and quickly realized um, that uh, it wasn't quite for me. <laughs> so but partnered with that. It's funny how experience can yeah. do that to you so, sometimes. So I went through that program and I was still kind of like, I think I you know want to do this, but there was a lot more, um, I don't know, it was, it was more sciencey and less uh, actual kind of physical and athletic type stuff incorporated. I mean, sure, you could specialize, but I started to kind of get a feel for that. And then once I went into the sports med program and we have to do these hours and shadow people, I shadowed a physical therapist at uh, Sheltering Arms and quickly realized, yeah, this is definitely not for me. Because it was a lot of older patient comes in, neck issue, back pain. Okay, let's talk about it for 20 minutes, run you through two exercises, give you five, 10 minutes on the bike. Um, give you a heat pad and then you're out and then you wait another hour next client same exact issue tight neck okay let's do some exercises it's just long days slow stuff and although these patients that might be older have disabilities they need to be taken care of and it's very important but at the same time you can understand why most people don't find that uh, very exciting and when it's day (laughs) after day after day it's not something I want to go through four years of undergrad four years of postgrad and all that school debt, and then you know, going to that profession and still not be happy, right? So right, I got a feel for that. So uh, quickly realized that in sports medicine, um, and then uh, you know, as part of a class, which I'm sure we'll touch on later, is one of the projects earlier in the year is you know what profession you want to go into, and so everyone's kind of looking up, you know, what's the salary for occupational therapist or what's yeah. the salary for this and that, and so like, do I you think guys I, really look salary first? Is that how it goes? That's what most people do. I told Where you that's what the they money? did. So, so <laughs> there's nothing uh, wrong with that. I'm yeah, just, yeah. I just, you know, I just. But just, I swear, at least we're just having that conversation. Yeah. Go ahead. At least half the class. I wonder, Miss By, what what occupation do you think? Man, I'm sure it changes from oh, class to class here. Well, which occupation do you think is number one? That people look at that think that, they want to start for the poster. Is, is physical therapy. Physical therapy. So really. I would say actually. For our class, yeah, either physical therapy, but really what I remember most people doing was physician's assistant because it's the same amount of schooling basically as physical therapy or actually a little bit less because I think it's just two years post-grad. But it had that six-figure salary attached to it, and so everyone yeah, was like, like those numbers "That's, that's what I want right. to do: the least schooling, the most money, right?" <laughs> but then again, when you look at it, though, you're dealing in the hospital, you're dealing with those same kind of patients, like I said, that aren't honestly the most exciting things to work with every day. Especially, you know, as a teenager, you're looking at that and you're like, "Oh, that's going to be, you know, the next." Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go into that profession, you should obviously be in it for the long haul, right? Right. Um, so that's what everyone was doing. A lot of physical therapists. Um, I think we had like one pr- girl that uh, you know was in sports med, but also was thinking about uh, being a veterinarian, um, which of course they have a vet school here as well. Yeah, um, vet science. Yeah, vet nursing science. of course. Nursing. Yeah. 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 So we had a couple of that nursing things like that, um, and then I was the only one that said like, hey, I want to do this gym thing because like I was like, I don't want to do post grad. I barely want to go to like grad or undergrad, <laughs> and um, and I was like, let's do this gym thing. But the uh, yeah, I guess I'll just leave it there, and I guess we'll touch on more detail. So, about an that. entrepreneur at heart is basically uh, what we're looking at. Kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Definitely. you know, we you tried the physical therapy route. He really did shadowed it, and then you were like, you know what, maybe no. not. And then <laughs> yeah. you said, maybe this gym idea really would uh, 
work yeah. out better. But it was always me. there. It, it was, was always there. there. It was that's always a, there. That's right. And it, that's what his love for medicine got him here, yeah. right? Yeah. And then got part of the our door. program at with Sports Medicine is to give them the opportunity to figure out what they think they want to do and what they mm-hmm. learn that they don't want to do something, they've learned something. Mm-hmm. And you don't right. really know what it's like till you go and spend a day or spend time. Yeah, experience is key. That's right. And I, say, this is what I want to do the next 45 years of my life. Well, mm-hmm. not if I really want to do this, I may change my angle a little bit. So that's I, a yeah. lot of the program is trying yeah. to figure that out. And I think it's where a lot of students are missing. They, they don't realize that part of these what these programs are offering you is the unexpected. And the unexpected can be, this is not Correct. what I thought. Mm-hmm. was good for me right yeah, and that Saves can be a learning time. experience yeah. just but as much as finding it but once you've done it yep. that knowledge is still with you for the rest of your life right mm-hmm. and you know and then also the very important message here that money is not everything you saw that six right. figures it's like you know what <laughs> sounds like a really well you know one deal. thing i feel like people as a side note people overlook is usually the more you make the, you know the more you end up spending for most people and so you yeah. know you know if you're Fair if you're, if you're living by your means it really doesn't at the most, you know, in general, matter how much you're making if you're if you're living by your means. But if if you live below, obviously, then you'll, you know, uh, get the benefit and reap the benefits of making more. But yeah, yeah it's it's just not like the end all be all. All right, let's let's talk yeah, right. let's yeah. talk a little bit more about this uh, this gym here. What's the title of it? Iron Built Gym. Iron Built. And where can people gym. find it? Uh, you can, you find, find it on Instagram, of course, just Iron Built Gym. You can find it online, ironbuiltgym.com. And then where we're actually located is in Ashland. It's not very far, actually, deep into Ashland, because usually when I say that, people think countryside or things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's about, like, 15 minutes outside of Richmond. Um, it's pr- about 15 minutes from here. It's in the Air Park area, so right near Virginia Center Common, down yeah, the street yeah. from there, yeah. about three, four minutes. So, um, you know quick side note about like the finding the location at first we were looking kind of closer to Richmond because that's where my girlfriend and I live um she owns it with me and we were looking kind of in the Richmond area and also towards kind of more eastern um towards like the Laburnum area because we knew some people that would go to the gym over there and um one it's hard to find a property that has the right amount of parking spaces um that's you know in a safer nicer area and things like that so we're kind of looking over in that area and then we you know one of our uh we got with an agent and a realtor and he found this one property in Ashland. At first, again, I was put off by like Ashland. I was like, that's going to be farther away. But then I looked at it and I checked it out. And the more we've been at this location, the more I've realized I really love the area, um, the people, the community, the small businesses around it. So I'm um, really happy with where we ended up and uh, setting up shop here. And, you know, and um, they're doing a lot more construction over in that Definitely. area yeah, in particular. Yeah. It's so growing fast out it's there. It's one of like on, uh, what do they call it, Route 1? That's what mm-hmm. my dad always yeah. calls it, like right out there in Route 1. Yeah, it's off of right to, off Sliding Hill Road. Yep, and yeah. they're starting to build that mm-hmm. up. Have you had a chance to go out there and check it out, I Ms. did. Bobby? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I try to keep track of my students, right? This is mm-hmm. year right. 13. I cannot believe that I've been teaching 13 years, but we're not going to talk about age. So <laughs> Hold on, Ms. Bobby, before you say that, keeping track of your student, Ms. Bobby is one of the, the names, like, She's a household name. I yeah, don't think yeah. be, people listening no. don't understand the gravity <laughs> of Miss yeah. Bobby's name, right? Seriously. Right. They she either love me or hate me. One of the two. It's it. a household yeah. name for more than one reason. <laughs> um, but I try to keep track of them. And so I, I friend them or request friend on Facebook. As soon as they graduate, as soon as I know that they're seniors, they're out in the real world, I want to keep up with their life. Right. So, of course, we were friends on Facebook, and I follow what's going on, and he's been doing the gym thing, and I knew it was at VCU, and I knew this is what he wanted to do. And then a pop-up showed up that said, Iron Built Dream, and he had been taking videos of how they were oh, nice. got the place and revamping it and painting it and putting signs up and equipment's coming. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's really happening. Because he <laughs> sat in my classroom five years ago and told me, Miss Bobby, I'm going to open my own gym. And I said, okay, Brock, 
do it. Right. She lost and my I, poster where I said it. lost his poster, right? That's right. I took wait, my wait, classroom wait, trying wait, to find wait, his poster. Wait, what poster? It was like, where, y'all where had, he y'all did, did his project. Yes, like for okay. his project. Uh, okay. And it was on my wall. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Was it? Th- did you have the same name? Oh, at the gym? No, no I didn't have a no. name on it. He didn't it, have a name yeah. on it, but he did <laughs> have, that's what his dream, his vision was. Yeah. So then I saw that he was opening up November 1st, and I'm like, I'm there. Like, nothing is keeping me from being there at his opening day. So I did go, his opening day, mm-hmm. got to see him, and two of his classmates were actually there. They were former students that were... Yeah, Hannah's there. a member. She's there every yeah, day. Yeah, went to go yeah. support him. So it was really it's an amazing place. He's done a great job setting up him and his girlfriend. Uh, can't give him all the credit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it, it was exciting for me to see a kid who had a dream right. five years ago sitting in my classroom. That said, Miss Bobby, this is what I'm doing, and he didn't stray from it. That's gotta he, be. He stood on the path, and then when I saw that it was happening, I, I was gonna guarantee you I was gonna be there. It's that simple. I was gonna go and support him. That's gotta be one of the more rewarding things as a, as a teacher, especially as a uh, CTE teacher or a center teacher or a teacher in general. Just to see your kids yep. come out and and uh, and do well. So that's right. Just uh, just expand on that. Like, what, I mean, what is that just, feeling like? And does it make it like this teaching job? a little bit more worth it oh you know? gosh I, I don't come here for the money that, that is not when you go when you gotta figure out what you want to be you don't look up at the salary for teacher and say yes i'm in no i do it for that very reason and i tell the kids that every year and i try to and and most of the kids that have come through my classroom know miss bobby is hopefully more than just a teacher to yeah. you mm-hmm. um i'm a supporter for life for you for all anything that you ever need but it's just being able to have a small piece of that I mean, Brock, when we got into the personal training project that we do every year and we had to create their own business and they had to to research, you know, equipment and then they had to put together a program for one of their classmates, he was already online doing the NASM training. And to be honest, he inspired what we're doing in class today because I am now certified in NASM personal trainer. My students last year sat and took the, cl- took the test for NASM and he was the first one ever to do it. Because in May, before he even graduated in June, he took the NASM personal training test and passed. Oh, wow. And I emailed him and I said, Brock, what do I need to add to class <laughs> so that my kids can get the certification? And that's literally wow. how this certification started in my classroom. I love it. And we're doing it right now. I love and it. He's, he was the inspiration for it. Well, and I'll say one quick note about that is uh, I feel like a lot of students, when I go to VCU and the exercise science uh, or health and exercise science major, and it's the same with other schools, whether it's Virginia Tech or whatever, I feel like a lot of people go into that with kind of either three routes, I would say. One, they look to go to like med school, and so it's kind of like a nice field to go into to go to physical therapy or whatever it is. Two, um, they just don't know what they want to do, and they think it's an easy major. They played sports in high school, and they're like, oh, this sounds interesting. That sounds kind of like mass communication. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's the third person that they're like, oh, I can be a personal trainer with this. But what they fail to realize is they're spending 80 grand for that degree when they could have been a personal trainer at 18, you know, right out of high school. And you know, Brock, that, that is a story we hear a lot about certain yeah. certifications and certain professions especially people who want to go into into it sometimes they feel like yeah it's certain things that you know certain things you have to do to make it in it if you want to of course if you know like certain jobs require of course degrees, yeah. the certification well certi- the degrees, degrees but, but yeah. certif- you can get certifications, certifications can take the place of it. yeah certifications can supplement it, yeah. plus experience and mike yeah, right here say, beside yeah. me yeah. is an example of that yeah. i mean mike is one of those no degree subjects. certifications yep it uh, and did yep. that for 30, almost 30 years. Yeah, yeah, and then still does the website. So yeah. if you have any issues with the website, go ahead and email Mike Robertson. <laughs> tell me <laughs> so I can fix it. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> no, Mike does a great job. Yeah. Mike does a great job. But let's let's talk expectation versus reality here, Brock. So 
opening up your gym, you had the vision board here in sports medicine. What were some of the expectations of opening a gym when you were making that vision vision board versus the reality of actually opening up a gym? I'd say they're somewhat similar. I think I knew, because at the time I had spent three years working at uh, American Family Fitness VCC as a uh, fitness attendant. So I kind of had a feel for kind of what it's like to do a general day-to-day tasks and maintenance for a gym. Obviously, they're a larger and more commercial facility. And what we have is more uh, smaller. It's for more bodybuilding and strength training. So we don't have rows and rows of cardio. It's more weights um, and, you know, functional spaces and things like that. So I knew up front that, hey, like if we're going to do this smaller and it's just going to be me and my girlfriend managing this place um, and keeping employees low, that it's going to be a lot of us doing basically everything around there, signing people up, um, giving tours, cleaning up, taking care of you know, the trash, uh, cleaning equipment, doing all that stuff. So um, I think I, I, expectations and real, reality are pretty close as far as um, the actual tasks of owning the gym. I'd say, uh, you know, yeah, I, I would say I didn't have any expectations that weren't probably met for the most part. I'd say okay. I had surprises along the road of actually like, you know, what would be easier, what would be harder as far as building the gym. But as far as actually like owning the gym, I felt like things kind of lined up as I expected. All right. So you, you basically, you know, you, you, you weren't, you didn't have your head up in the clouds going, oh, yeah. this is all just going to fall yeah. into place yeah. because yeah. I've got the drive. It's like you realize that being an entrepreneur your yeah. your job was everything from signing up the cl- the new clients to taking out the trash. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think people just, you know, I don't I don't know. I think people underestimate sometimes the costs and sacrifices you have to make. So like right now, like the past uh, month and now month and a half, and going into probably another month or two before we can hire someone to help close and open. Uh-huh. It's just my girlfriend and I balancing the hours of five a.m. to ten p.m. And so you have to know whether you are that person that's going to be able to work those 12, 14 hours a day and just be there. Now, granted, it's not like, you know, a gym where we're constantly working, right? It's mostly just, you know, keep an eye on things. And I do another job that um, that's freelance video editing work that we can talk on. I'm sure we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it's still just like being there, handling things, getting things that, you know, doing the, the tough stuff that you don't feel like doing getting up at 4 a.m. to get there at 5 to open whether someone's going to come in or not you got to work those hours in case you do have a potential member come in there and so I think um, some people don't realize that they're going to have to do the tough stuff that they don't feel like doing um, because if you want to yeah if you want to make that dream a reality you know you got to do the tough stuff and that's that's where that big why comes from right you got to have a big enough why (laughs) I try to tell people that all the time because you know I had Spent six years owning my own business a long time ago. And, uh, long time I mean, ago? What's the that? Things, what year exactly? My <laughs> 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 not going to do Mike like that. There's I'm so sorry, much guys. more. You know, I didn't have a physical location or anything, so I was just running my business out of my house. But having there's so many other things that you don't realize that are going to come along with yeah. it the the accounting work you got to do yeah. and paying the you know yeah. getting the bills paid and mm-hmm. and you know is the money coming in this month to get those bills yeah. paid and yeah. and so then you're like hustling it on the street to try and get the business and mm-hmm. so it's it's you know i think people need to it sounds like you really had your head you know really and focus on uh, these are the things that we've got to get done and, and it's not yeah. just going to come to us you know well, yeah. i'm not going to open up the door and everybody's just going to flock yeah to us. well that's how, what you were saying made me think of like the whole phrase of like build it and they will come yeah and i think that's like it's 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 like 95 percent not true because yeah. it's like <laughs> build it the door's going to stay <laughs> well, closed yeah <laughs> popping through you know especially with a gym uh, you know i'll touch on specifically it's like you know just because you know you have a lot of instagram followers and people say oh this is awesome like this is cool and you have like close friends that work out right and you're like oh they'll probably come to my gym you can't have that expectation yeah you can't because because yeah. you know even if they're friends even if they're family it's like they'll still choose the gold's gym 15 dollars a month 
and you know they might post on Instagram about supporting small business and not show up to your <laughs> thing. So you know you, you uh, one you can't think, think take things personal, and two you just got to kind of uh, assume that no one you personally know is going to sign up, and that yeah you're going to have to handle every single task that it, you know you're going to have to be the janitor, be the accountant, be the other things like you mentioned. And the marketer. I mean, the marketer, yeah. if you're going to get them to come through the door, yeah. you know, like you said, you, you can't expect that the people that you know, the, the friends that you've made over the years yeah. while you're working out in somebody else's gym are going to suddenly come to your gym. Yeah. So that means you've got to market to people that you've never met before. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's another title added to owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you yeah. got to be, got to sort of be a jack of all trades when For you're sure. doing this type of, uh, yeah. in this type of entrepreneurship, whether it's opening a gym or really doing any of your own personal business ventures. Let's talk a little bit more about the class sports medicine in itself. And either one of you guys can answer this, but how do you think something like sports medicine can prepare you for entrepreneurship or even working in a gym, you know, on a day-to-day basis? Rock, paper, scissors, Rochambeau for who's going to take that one. I would say, uh, I think, you know, and you know, one of the questions I think we'll get to eventually about the CTE program overall is I think it kind of gets the, uh, the brain kind of turning, gets the wheels turning as far as like, you know, what, what can you do with certain skills um, that, that you're learning in class that are a lot more unique than your typical English, uh, mathematics, calculus, or whatever. Um, and so with sports medicine specifically, it's not like anything in the class directly taught me how to like own a business or told me, hey, you should like build your business. Right. But I think it, it, it gave me a more creative outlet to kind of learn about things I was passionate about. Um, you know, whether it was anatomy or, you know, later in the year when we got to, like you mentioned, personal training. And as I was taking the uh, NASM course outside of it, it kind of gave me a way to apply my knowledge, you know, more. So it was kind of like I was I was hearing something and, you know, training myself. And I could also kind of merge what I was learning, what I was already doing. It was so, really more of a spark and an opportunity. Yeah. It gave you opportunity to yeah. try some things and say, I don't like this. And yeah. try some things. Oh, I really like this. This is where I want to be. Yeah. So I don't think it's anything directly about the, the class that said, hey, like you can you know, do this on your own or this or that, but it, but it at least gives you um, the belief or confidence or opportunity to kind of go that route if you if you choose so. And that's a solid win, in my opinion, Mike, right yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I mean, because the, there's a lot more than just, you know, learning sports, the aspects of sports medicine that or any of the, pro, you know, of our mm-hmm. courses. It's the workplace readiness skills that they're offering and, and such and teaching you, well, whether you're owning your own business or whether you're um, – working for somebody else is like how to conduct yourself when it comes to being at work you know that's that's the things that are being taught in all of these courses um outside of just the you know the nursing course and the on mechanics course and the engineering course you know they're teaching you all 30 of those programs are teaching you so much more and they're all similar in that the type of work they're teaching you the work ethic and all those things so it's i think that's what's um, so and it really needs to be emphasized so much more when it comes to our programs. That workplace readiness, you yes. can't replace it, but you can definitely learn it. Though. Getting you life ready. I mean? You know, it's, it's important. <laughs> it's like the offensive line. I try to tell people that. Well, you know I mean? It's one of those things you don't know. When the offensive line is not there, you notice. But when, when the offensive th- line is there, nobody, you know, nobody, <laughs> that's true. nobody yeah, complains. That's true. One thing I noticed and I, I liked initially about Miss Bobby's class, though, specifically, and I'm sure it you know, spreads across the other classes as well, is like, like you mentioned, it is – preparing you for the real world in yeah. a lot of ways and the fact that like we get to very complicated you know uh, bones or muscle names right and people would say hey can we just you know uh, just do our best or get a word box and she's like no you need to know it you need to spell it <laughs> if you want to be you know a PT later you need to know you know and understand these things and I think um, that was really important because you know in the real world 
you know, it's it's right or wrong. There's no there's no gray area for the most part. It's yeah. you know you you got to know know what you're talking about. And same deal when we you know we're wrapping ankles or doing whatever. You either did it right or you did it wrong. And you know you, you're not getting a pat on the back or an A score just for trying. You know it's you either did it right or you not. Did it you, right or you, you did it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. And a lot of these uh, positions like physical therapy, there's not much room for error. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean. So <laughs> you, right. you got to make yeah. it work on the first try most of the time. Yeah. The um you, you touched on um something that. Just the other week when we were doing one of our um, uh, virtual uh, recruiting yeah. in, in one of the, uh, the classrooms. Um, well, outside. In well, a, I know one of the st- I'm messing with you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> virtual classroom. Virtual classrooms. One of the students chimed in. Well, we, actually, the first question that popped up, um, even before we really got started, was what class gets you ready for the real, real world? Yeah. And I was like, That's all of them. answer. Like, all of them. They go, what? I said, all of them. They threw that one I right said, down you the need to figure you, out which one is going to be best for you, though. And what you just said is like, it, you know, her class got you ready for the, helped get you ready for the real world. So, so I, uh, and I also want to uh, ask this, uh, and Ms. Bobby, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, answer the question we asked prior. Because sure, yeah. we have a bad habit of going off on tangents okay. on this show. I, I know, that's it's all right. Do, we'll so. just, it's good habit. It's good habit. <laughs> it's a good it's habit. bad habit, good habit. Radio. Interesting habit. You know, we just, you know, I hear things I like, then I ask more questions, and then I, that's how it goes. Goes, uh, so, so Bobby. So how do how 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 do you uh, how do you see like your your class preparing people to be in a position like Brock? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think and he touched on a lot of great points. And I and I always mention to the students at the beginning of the year, I cannot teach you everything you need to know to go to become a physical therapist in in thirty six weeks. Yeah. We can't do that. Like, there's no way. So I know most of them are going to have to continue on in college. But what I look myself as is a stepping stone. That's what I refer to my class as, a stepping stone right. to get you a basic, good, solid foundation of some of the anatomy and some of the information and what you're going to need to know because they're going to expand on it when you go to the next level. So if I can pique your interest and you can figure out what you think you want to do or not do and and find your passion and and. Brock will probably attest to the fact that, yes, money is not everything, and I say that a lot, but yeah. find what you love to do and do it for 45 years. Don't find a job. Find a career. Yes, Find yes. something you're passionate about. And medicine may not be it, and if it's not, that's okay. I'm still going to love you anyway. <laughs> Come back and visit. Let me know what you're doing. Um, but it's not for everybody, and so that's a lot of these programs are designed for that. Figure out, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Use it as a stepping stone. Gain the knowledge. Gain the information. And make choices, experience, like you've mentioned before, being able to shadow, being able to go spend a day with a physical therapist or go to Brock's and watch Brock all day long to see what it's like to run an, uh, his own gym and work people out and be a personal trainer and yeah. all of that part of it. I mean, he actually is going to be modest, but doing his bodybuilding <laughs> competitions that I know he participated in. Okay, but things like that he can share with them to see if, oh, yeah, man, this is awesome. I'd love to do this. Or, eh. Maybe not, right. and that's okay. And that, all that's okay. All that's vital it's, experience. It is. It's I, huge. I think. I think that the another thing that students are not realizing before they sign up with one of these programs is the experience that they get. It's you know you're saying it's a stepping stone, but when they do go, if they're going to continue their education, they get their degree. Um, you've already started them down the road. So when they step into the classroom, they've already got 
a good base to yes. work off of. Correct. It's they're not coming in cold like some of their their other fellow fellow students who didn't do it. Correct. You know, it's like I my my daughter wanted to be you know wants to be a vet and she went through the vet program. It's like well when she goes to Virginia Tech gets accepted she's starting ahead of her peers right. because you've already got her she already got her certification in vet science. They don't not everybody in that class had that and in some cases it may mean you get chosen get Correct. picked to go That's to right. that school of your choice before somebody else yep. because they see you've already started the work. Absolutely. You've already got some experience. Very yeah. few things beat experience, and that's what we try to provide here. So uh, before you can get that experience, you have to have the spark to want to come and, and, and check things out. So, Brock, what do you, what do you think? Uh, what, what, what made you want to sign up for sports medicine at the end of the day? How did you hear about the program, and what, what was that uh, light bulb that went and, off in your head and, that said, yes, I want to do this? when you first met Mrs. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what was that like? That, that, that made me a little this is, this, is, this is the classroom uh, story portion of the podcast. Yeah. Right? Uh, what sparked it, you know, was, again, just general in, interest in, uh, you know, that health or um, physical or sports type field, right? So, of course, a lot of people see the word sports and they immediately are just like, let's, all right, let's do that. You know, I play baseball or play football or whatever it is. Um, so it's a little bit of that, a little bit of interest in sports overall. And I was like, okay, if I can apply uh, some science to something I'm already interested in and make money at it, okay, that sounds cool. So I was like, you know, hey, this is my senior year. I, you know, if I can choose an elective that's, you know, related to this, you know, I get something out of it. And I knew I was going to try and work towards uh, personal training anyway. Right. So I was like, okay. And like you guys talked about, building that base is really important. So it's like by the time I'm taking my NASM, I think we're studying like anatomy at the same time. So it's like I'm seeing it one place, I'm seeing it another with these complicated terms, longus brevis, um, you know, va- or vastus medialis, all say, these different terms, what? right? <laughs> exactly. I can't like Google that fast enough. What did yeah. you just call me? No, <laughs> There's a muscle you know, right there. But all those terms, right, it's like, you know, the more and more you see them, okay, now it's clicking, you know, and especially, you know, if you also, I mean, I guess this can apply in every setting, but if you practice what you preach as well, like when I'm actually going to work out myself, I can think about, oh, you know, I'm seeing this muscle work. I'm understanding what a contraction is. I'm understanding, yeah. you know, the function of the muscle at the elbow joint, things like that. So I think, um, you know, when you can can kind of get it from different angles, whether it's a classroom setting, whether it's YouTube by yourself later at night, like, you know, if you're learning in these different avenues, because sometimes it can all meet in the middle and, um, you know, you can either figure out, A, like this isn't for me, or B, you can become a very um, excellent student. And like you said, have an advantage once you go to that next level. All right. And uh, Ms. Bobby, talk about Brock. What was Brock like when he was back here in the A Center? What kind of student would you describe him to be? And you could be honest on, on the show. Be very I, I know you are. I he can't hear you. I can't we'll, be anything but. We'll turn he, off his headphones. He won't be able to hear you. No, he, he, <laughs> Just he mute him was real quick. focused. You know what's really cool about Brock is that he came in the door with not really sure what's going to happen in here. And he was focused and he was hardworking and he had an A the whole entire time. And he, he was dedicated and he wanted to learn. And he was that kid watching YouTube videos, learning how to do different exercises. And he was going to the gym and he was taking it seriously. And it was something he was passionate about early that he used that passion for uh, getting himself in shape and understanding the importance of fitness and health to platform into his business. And so I think that it was... He wasn't just uh, watching Netflix um, and watching YouTube videos that weren't going to help him. Right. He was going beyond the classroom to get what knowledge he wanted to better himself 
A, for working out first, and then B, for, man, I really think that I'm interested in, in opening up a business and I'm going to do this thing. So, in short, he was hungry. I he mean, was hungry. you got to yeah. be hungry. I, mean, he was, well, he I think, <laughs> I think um, you know, for students overall, whether you're in the CTE program or any program, just a student in general, I think if you think your learning stops when you enter the classroom and leave the classroom, you're going to not fail at life per se, but, you, but you're, you're going to struggle. Yeah, you're going to struggle and your, your chance for success is like decreasing. You know, you right. need to be, you know, it doesn't have to be like you go home and you're excited about your homework or even you even do it, right? <laughs> you, know, you can be like me and skip out well, on I it. Mean, <laughs> I, try, I try to tell people, you know, you're not going to love every part of the job. No, yes. but be, be passionate about something. I would say experiment with things as much as you can. Like when I was 10 or 11, you know, I had like a little YouTube channel. I was doing like tech reviews and things like that. So doing a lot of goofy stuff like that, I look back at it, you know, it's stupid or whatever, but you look at it, okay, now I'm very comfortable on a camera, speaking on a camera, speaking on this podcast, things like that, because I put myself out there. And although you face ridicule for whatever, because kids see the videos later or whatever in middle yeah. school, and you know what, you end up having a lot more skills than them later in life. And so, you know, short-term struggle for long-term success. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think the, the more you can you know, jump around and try different pa different skills, different hobbies, different, you know, CTE programs. If you can do one in junior year and then do maybe mechanic senior year, like you can figure out, oh, this is what I really enjoy. Like he has talked about, this is what I don't enjoy. And the more you can do that, the more skills you have and the more you're prepared to kind of bounce around and figure out what you're really excited about and then go all in on that, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely. Running up against the clock here a little bit, but I want to uh, uh, hit, hit one more point or maybe two more points. <laughs> Maybe three more points. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, Miss Bobby, just expand about some of the benefits of being in the sports medicine program. So say I want, I'm interested in sports medicine. Uh, why should I sign up? Why should I sign up for a sports medicine sure, program? Sure, absolutely. Well, you got a couple options. So as an eighth grader now, you have the option of coming in and um, picking a cluster. So you can go ahead and fill in an application now as an eighth grader, which wasn't always available. So let's say I'm not really sure what I want to be when I grow up yet in eighth grade. Um, I can at least say, hey, I think I want something to do in medicine. So I can fill out an application now, right? I can go on a specialty webpage, fill that out. They got till January 15th, I believe, to get those done. Or if I'm a sophomore right now in the in the community out here in Henrico and I yeah. think I want to do a program, fill out an application, go online, look at these wonderful videos that have been put together about what the classes are. Why sports medicine? Well, we are more medicine than we are sports. I tell the kids that all the time. <laughs> so it's nice. The sports is the draw. The sports is the sports draw. Sports get you That's through right. the door. It's something you love or passionate about. I get that part. So am I. I love athletes. I love working with athletes. And that's what got me into becoming an athletic trainer when I went to college. Right. So learning something in medicine, using it as a platform to learn the anatomy, to learn nutrition, to learn the lifting, to learn all of those pieces to platform onto the next level. Or decide, no, I don't want to do this. Take one your junior year, just like Brock said. Take something else your senior year. I've had kids that took nursing, EMT. I've got pharmacy tech. I mean, it's a great opportunity if you want to do – I can't explain to you how many kids I have doing different things. I've got lifeguards. I've got EMTs. I have firefighters. I have radiologist technicians. I have physical therapists. I have two kids in PA school right now. I have my first guy in medical school becoming a physician. I have my personal trainer that just opened up his own gym and I built. I have kids that have come through my classroom that are doing phenomenal things for their careers. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of opportunity and things that they can do. And all those opportunities came way of sports medicine and via Miss Bobby right here. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, oh, oh, you want to you oh, yeah. add something here, yeah. Mike? Brock, I, um, you know, you're sitting there talking about all those opportunities and we're talking to the students. But I think it's in a lot of cases, you know, we get might get to the student, but sometimes it's um, the, the student might not have 
everything they need to convince their parents that this is what they want to do. Because the majority of these other programs of the ACE centers are two years. Some are one. Yep. You know, a lot of the medical ones, some of the medical ones are, are one, one. And that's why you can yeah, hop. You can hop you know, between to, the two. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, but Brock, what would you tell a student when it comes to them talking to their parents saying, so they can really emphasize what this is what they want to do and so right. they convince their parents saying this is worthwhile. You know, because the first thing a lot of students are looking are looking at when they talk to their parents and the parents say, oh, they're going to the A center or the old tech centers is oh, you're going to college. Well, yeah, I'm going to college, but I'm going to do this, too, because this is going to help me if that's the case. So what would you tell a student or tell a parent? Uh, I would just say, you know, show them that you're passionate, not, you know, even before you even ask. So, you know, if you are interested in fitness, you know, show them that you are going above and beyond to kind of prepare yourself for this field or that you're showing interest in this field right? Um, or whatever it may be. And then the other thing is I would say, you know, explain to them just as we did in this podcast or show them this podcast and say like, hey, this is going to give me a stepping stone towards that next goal if you, you know, if you really want me to, uh, you know, have that extra edge against other people in life, I think this is a great opportunity because I think vocational education shouldn't even just be an option. I think it should be mandatory, and I hope, you know, overall public education moves towards that because I think it's there's a lot more benefit that comes to it. But, um, you know, since it's not required right now, you have even more of an edge on people that don't make that decision. So I think, you know, just explain that to them. Put that man on the payroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just got the date, guys. I swear yeah. we did. We did. We <laughs> We did not tell him to say that right there. Sponsored uh, by, <laughs> by Iron Bill Jump. No. <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, thank you so much, Mr. Brock Covington, yeah, for coming for on. Uh, the whole joke behind that, guys, for some reason, after I made instead of a C, it was an O in the email, so he was Brooke Covington. So laughing at myself there. <laughs> but thank you so much, Brock Covington, uh, for coming out. And Miss Bobby for making your second yeah, appearance absolutely. here on Henrico CT. And now the only guest to have made two appearances. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Going down. We're going history. for three. When you're going such a great three. teacher, you know. get her over there. You need a, she needs a plaque. She needs a plaque. We need to do, Mike print something out quick, okay. and then we can mail it over here to the A Center at Hermitage. Okay, guys, I want to remind you check us out on our social media at the handle Henrico ZTE, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, HenricoCTE.com. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast at any of your major and uh, all of your major and most of your minor podcast venues. And real quick, uh, Brooke, tell them where they can find Iron Built Jim and Brooke Brock. <laughs> Did you, did you do, do that again? on purpose? I, I did you... not do that on purpose. Oh, man. I thought you did. Nah, wow. I, I, maybe I should have went with I it. I thought though. we were going with that <laughs> show. Dude, yeah. I, almost, I almost made it through the whole show without doing it. All right, <laughs> All right Brock, seriously. Where can they find I'm the gym? Laugh at that. <laughs> All right, Brock, so tell them where they can find uh, more information about Iron Built Gym. About Iron Built Gym, either ironbuiltgym.com or on Instagram. We're all on Facebook as well. Just look up Iron Built Gym. Uh, you should be able to find us. And like I said, check us out. Um, grab a day pass. Sign up for membership. Make it happen. All right, make it happen. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here on Henrico CTE Now. For Ms. Bobby, for Brock Cummington, for Mike Roberts, <laughs> I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTE Now. Until next time, so long, everyone.